All right. We're in what looks like a public restroom. We have a couple of young ladies admiring themselves in the mirror. Mm. Every man's fantasy, Mm -hmm. sort of. Hello, and welcome to Your Mileage May Vary. We talk about sex and relationships with an enticing blend of candid analysis and humor. Today, we have our usual assortment of outrageous topics, including assessing various foods as closeness to vagina taste, whether a man should agree to being pegged so he can sodomize his girlfriend, and much, much more. I am Keith. My co-host is Mike. Salutations, Mike. Hello, Keith. So Webmaster Mike has been busy updating our website, so go ahead and check it out at ymmvpod.com. And if you have any feedback on that or on the show, or if you'd like to send us a question, we're available at ymmvpod at gmail.com or at ymmvpod on Twitter. As a reminder, we pay $10 to anyone who provides any feedback, good, bad, or ugly, so get to it. Okay, thanks for powering through that. Let's get started, Mike. I have some follow-ups to a few loose ends from previous episodes I'd like to address before we get to our porn viewing segment. Are you ready? I am, yeah. Okay, the first one is just me being obsessive. The top of a volcano is called a caldera. That's the collapsed cone on top. So just wanted to tie that up from like four episodes ago. Uh, The second one is um, we talked at the end of last episode how women can ensure that men delete nudes. Uh, Do you remember that conversation with Alyssa? I mean, there wasn't... Okay, that's not exactly my memory of the conversation. My memory of the conversation was uh, we basically revealed to Alyssa the possibility that men don't. I think she had presumed. Yeah, there's some strange predilection women <laughs> have to assume that men will tell the truth about things like this. It's like, yeah. look, they just they just don't. Uh, and so I think she just learned that basically there's a lot of nudes or some number of nudes of her out there in the universe that she can't. Right. Uh, yeah. yeah, just to put a little bit more hair on that. Yeah, she was definitely spinning a little bit after we stopped recording. She was like, wait, now I'm thinking that lots of my exes still have my nudes. And I was like, yeah, I mean, that's the most likely I told, case. I, I was after that episode, I was thinking to myself about how, I mean, like that's like, it's not, it's just that like it, really that kind of a picture, it dep- also depends on how the breakup went, honestly. But let's say that there's someone that she broke up with she, that liked her still and she broke up yep. with. Like, yep, this yep, is yep. absolutely a way for the guy to feel like, and not just that still. he's still, yeah, that he's still won, but like the thing is it does amp up that particular content as like mm-hmm. beat off materials. Like, yeah, I got you. And right. like that, I mean, that, that, that it's like, it's just a line of thought that I think is pretty common for men that they would not reveal typically. So, yeah. Uh, so there's no way he'll delete it because it's like, it's like evergreen content that he can keep using because it evokes this actual memory in his brain. And, uh, you know, every, yeah, when he's down, when he's having a day, when he's like, God, I'm just not sure I can get the nut out today. <laughs> that happens sometimes, uh, ladies. Uh, yeah, this is when this is when he's going to reach for. He's like, yeah, that 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 video Alyssa sent me that time. Yep. Yes, I agree. So, I do have some advice. Okay, if this is something you're concerned about, I think there's one thing you can do that takes it from a 98% chance that they still have it down to like a 50% chance, and that thing is. When you execute the breakup, or maybe even before, you tell them, hey, uh, I feel really uncomfortable having a bunch of my nudes out there. Do do you mind deleting them? And then you have to watch them, right? You have to 
make sure that you see them physically delete it in an, in an un, undeletable way from their phone or computer. And then I think, I mean, look, it's possible that they backed it up to some safe place in the case that you come out and go after them and ask them to delete, but most likely they just have it in one place. So if you, if you see them physically delete it in a non-undeletable way, then uh, you know there's a chance you're actually safe. But other than that, I think the right thing to assume is that they still have it. In a related story, this podcast is brought to you by Carbonite, the automated backup <laughs> solution. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> There's, there are plenty of systems. I mean, a simple one, a really simple one is uh, on an iPhone is just to have, you know, the, the, the standard place this stuff goes. If you get sent a message, you have to take an action, obviously, to move it. But if you've taken the picture yourself, it goes into the just, you know, the iCloud photo system. If you have Google photos, though, it gets copied there. Yes. So like right there, you already have like the ability to double, double back these things up. And so for all the guys out there, uh, yes. good recommendation to you is to make sure when you get a nude to go ahead and save that uh, into your favorite backup platform. So you don't have to, when, when the woman executes the strategy, you're in that happy 50% who get the right. beat off material for the future. Right. I mean, I wasn't going to say it, but yes, the astute listener immediately recognizes that if he wants to cover the space, he should back things up to a unfindable spot as soon as he's received. Yeah. I mean, but guys are really stupid about this stuff. I feel like I've seen on, I don't know, some, some TV show or something like guys being maybe like a reality show. I don't know. Guys being sort of caught unawares with, uh, being asked to delete or, or, you know, the standard one is just like, show me your phone. Isn't that a standard thing in, in relationships nowadays? Like, yes, let me see your phone. Yes. And like guys are terrible at this. And so like they, they actually get caught with all kinds of stuff on their phone that they, they shouldn't, uh, quote unquote, shouldn't have. Um, you know, I mean, there, there are solutions to that as well. Right. But I mean, like the Apple, I mean, this is a reason Andrew, uh, 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 Keith, you, you use an Android phone and this probably is a reason actually, other than the fact that they cost one fifth as much. <laughs> uh, I too use an iPhone, but that's because I'm rich, but, uh, the, uh, but the, but you guys aren't the listeners and, uh, and you should not be using an iPhone. And one of the problems is it syncs everything everywhere. And so, uh, then you can't, it's hard, right? I mean, like if you have uh, Tinder installed, on your phone and you delete, I mean, it, it'll show up on your iPad too, or whatever. It's going to show up everywhere. So you yeah. have to be aware of that. Whereas with Android, you probably can like sort of have different profiles or hi, I don't know. Keith would be the expert here, but there's a episode of the show euphoria where a guy's girlfriend is suspicious and he goes to take a shower. And so she gets 30 seconds with his phone and yeah, she quickly mm. goes to Instagram messages, Facebook messages, Snapchat, looks at his, you know, last, last, you know, two months of photos. She has like, <laughs> you could tell she's done it before and she'll likely do it again. And she immediately sniffs out that, uh, he may be gay. Oh, well, that's a different thing. I was, I thought it was going to be the obvious of a, you know, his, well, uh, he was relations. cheating on her. It just happened to be with a, with a guy transsexual. Which direction? Transsexual. Uh, male to female. Okay. So he was having sex with a woman appearing person or a person who says I'm a woman, fine, but that had Look, a penis. I don't want to give too many euphoria uh, spoilers. I don't even know what that here. is. It's okay. A TV show with Zendaya. Anyway, let's move on. Uh, there's one other thing I wanted to to follow up on. So that is incest porn commonality. So I think two episodes ago, I tried to explain how common the incest trope is in porn. And I'm not sure I did so adequately. So I went out and I found a list of companies. Now, some of these have the same parent company, uh, but that they feel they need to bifurcate inside their own umbrella just cements the point that there is either huge demand 
or huge uninventiveness by the producers. Uh, so here's a list of uh, various like companies that do incest porn. Yeah. Okay. So these are like the premium ones. There's Pure Taboo, Family Strokes, Free Use Fantasy, Perv Mom, Sis Loves Me, Filthy Family, Dead Crush, <laughs> Family Sinners, My Family Pies, Bratty Sis, Spy Fam, Moms what? Bang Teens, Daughter Swap, Family Swap, Family XXX, Step right, Siblings right, right. Caught. What, you, you what, what, is, what is Dead Crush? No, Dad Crush. Oh, Dad. I thought it was Dead. I was like, man, that's that, that one didn't <laughs> go with the other ones. Okay, fine. <laughs> Yeah. And then, you know, in the like non-incest or in the non-premium space, there's incest flicks, motherless incest, taboo porns, ex-hamster incest, MILFSR, M-I-L-F-Z-R, family porn, MILF nut, taboo tube, incest vids, incest porn.x. Anyway, you get the idea. It's hmm. it's a, it's a uh, nice uh, plethora of selection there. Yeah, it's an avalanche. And yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> I mean, we talked about this two episodes of so people want to hear our uh, speculation about that they're welcome to go back and listen but i but i did want to i did want to clarify that this is definitely a thing i mean maybe it's just like a way for people to psychologically deal i could see this it's a way for a man to psychologically deal with the fact that he wants to watch videos of a woman who's much younger than him but he, but but the thing that's weird about it is he's doing that by making it much much worse <laughs> Right. Why don't they do right. the professor thing or the babysitter thing or something non incestual you know, and, and, and right. And for the, for the very young woman thing, I mean, Keith, I think you oh, and I agree on this. Like, yeah, we, uh, we were discussing this not on the podcast a few days ago. I mean, like the, this goes along in my mind with the, um, the recent revelations and so forth for, uh, Jeffrey Epstein and, uh, the beleaguered, uh, potentially by this, when this airs, well, yeah, the, it's Ghislaine, oh, but Ghislaine. The, is it there an S in there? Ghislaine, and apparently I, I watched some videos on this because I like to waste my time in terrible ways. Apparently, like she has a pretty interesting background. Her dad was uh, the founder of like the main tabloid newspapers in the UK, who okay. himself has a, had an interesting background. But but also uh, this sort of touches the royal royal family also, right? Uh, because Prince royal Andrew. families probably should no longer exist, and they probably will no longer exist in the next fifty years or something. But but uh, um, yeah, but I think you and I agreed on this that like the real crime here and th this would be this is a little bit of a take that most people won't agree with they'll, they'll here we say, go. Ah, i'm ready for it. it but but the real crime here is not uh that the that say prince andrew these guys want it were attracted to very way too young for them women uh this is a normal uh it just is like it's just a reality of like our existence as mammals the real crime here is like what what was going on with going after people under 18 because that's illegal and that's just right. stupid Right. I mean, like, so, and, the, and so of course the best explanation I've, <clears throat> the best explanation I've read of this is that Epstein was using, was tricking them and they didn't know that these women were under 18 and he was doing it as a blackmail operation, which is kind of clever if that's what it was. Bravo to him. Uh, which would also explain why guys like Bill Gates and Bill Clinton might've gotten caught up in it. Uh, like they wouldn't have done it on purpose. It would have been that they, the, the goal was to have sex with really young women, not 16 year olds. Right. And then when they find out they're 16, it's the deed's done. And now you have to pay a lot of money. Uh, to this guy with his island. Um, but yeah, but anyway, like the overarching thing here of like, why would a guy fetishize and go after, uh, you know, someone under 18, it's really hard to understand. And I, I don't think, uh, I think for most men, it would be hard to understand. Like most men, if you gave them the choice of an 18 or a 17 year old would be indifferent, uh, and would pick the 18 year old, obviously for legal reasons. Right. Yes. I don't understand why they were courting people. I think as young as 14, although 
I have not kept up with this. I just think this, this is what makes you have. The, this well, I only recently sort of delved into it. This is this, this is what makes the blackmail <clears throat> idea pretty compelling to me. Is because otherwise, quite intelligent people were doing this, and it's like, well, I just don't believe that. Like, I may, yeah, look, maybe I'm just like way off base here in terms of having a, a male brain, but I just don't understand why a guy would find. Yeah, 18 is so different than, say, 15 or 16 in terms of how arousing it is. Like 15 and 16 is not better in any way. It's this, It's at best the same, and it could and be the worse. Risk, the risk is 10x, right? It's like a 1,000x. I mean, if it's 18, like, sure, it's embarrassing, but it's legal. You'd be like, right. look, like, whatever. Like, I, you know, and yeah, so I mean, like, guys, like, yeah, follow the, uh, the age of consent rules. Like, what are you doing? It's ridiculous. Right. Ridiculous. Okay. And anyway, I feel the same way about the incest stuff. It's like what, like what's going on here? Like, like it's, there, there's so few rules, people. There's so few rules. Right. Yeah. Why, why uh, pigeon your whole pigeonhole yourself into an incest situation when you could obviously just watch yes. babysitter porn? Yeah. When you're so wealthy and or whatever. Yeah. Exactly. A wealth of options there. Just to yeah. Get some good stuff, and it's never actually incest. You know that, people. So well, that too. Yeah. Okay. Unless they're identical twin girls, then I don't know how they would fake it. So how they would fake wait? What do you mean? I have seen a porn video before where there were two identical twin girls, women in it. And uh-huh. that has to be that they're sisters. Oh, I, I see mean, what you're saying. Like they really were identical. <laughs> like I don't I don't unless it was like a camera trick. It wasn't a camera trick because they there were things where there was definitely a two people in the scene. Oh, you know I see what, what I mean. you're saying. You're saying that uh it's harder to fake it if it, you can't pretend that identical twins aren't incestual yeah i'm saying that i've seen i don't not many times that i've seen a video where there were definitely sisters cavorting with each other yeah i have two okay okay um so we have our porn here i also <laughs> wanted to discuss virtual reality porn should we do the porn watching first or discuss vr porn first uh, I, 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 let's do the porn watching first. I've got a fair number of things to say on the second topic. Okay. Yes, I know you do. Um, okay. So I'm going to try to narrate this today. Uh, this is about, it's about a minute long and I've sent you the link. Are you ready? It's yeah. The link for everybody's information is in the show notes and, and people do watch it along. We, we get analytics from our huge analytics platform we have uh <laughs> 10 plus computer scientists all mit trained <laughs> that study uh the analytics from what you guys are doing and we know people watch along so it's it's there and, and this one we're going to start at the zero point of the of the film and yep. Keith, we're, we've also figured out the technology to include the audio with this the technology is that keith holds <laughs> his phone near the microphone with the porn while we watch it that's so right yeah we can hear we've it calibrated too. the proper volume level before we recorded Exactly. Okay. All right. Here we go. Three, two, one, starting. All right. We're in what looks like a public restroom. We have a couple young ladies admiring themselves in the mirror. Mm. Every man's fantasy, Mm -hmm. sort of. Oh, and now one of them is pulling out her breast. For what turns out to be a chance to try some breast milk. (laughs) <laughs> okay, girl number two is squeezing the nipple now. Now she's sucking away here. Okay. She's really getting after it here. 
Okay. I just want to wait yeah. because there's one more development here. She's squeezing it like a bag of sand. Mm-hmm. Ooh, the cameraman's oh, getting involved now. The, the creepy guy in the background saying, saying tell, her, tell her to drink it. It's not great. <laughs> okay. Oh, now, oh, geez. Okay, so the man is sucking now. facial hair. hair. Holding up his, the camera to the mirror so we can see everything here. Why did he have to have facial hair? Yeah. All right. Okay, and a little bit squirted out at the end. All right, that's it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, there was... Okay. Is this at all compelling to you? Yes. Yes. It, until the guy with the facial hair showed up. Like, I would have much preferred... And actually, it was until his voice came on. And I knew he was there because I saw... I mean, like, I'm a... You know, you got to pay attention to these things when you're in the, <laughs> in the industry as we are. Uh, I saw the camera moving. And, and, when, and, and let me tell you people this. When the camera moves in a porn, it's always a man moving. <laughs> so, you know, it's never a woman. It's, it's never. There's no female cameraman in porn. Yeah. I hate to, sorry to say. Good, yeah. good uh, sleuthing there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, the girl, the woman, is, is quite attractive. Uh, I remember I they saw this are, video. Hmm. The girl doing the okay. sucking is, is not as attractive. I've seen this video a few times. I, I saw this video She's like two, fine. two years ago. She's fine. But the other one is is hot. I saw this video two years ago. And when we were discussing about this a, a few episodes ago, that is to say tasting breast milk, I, I was reminded. So I wanted to, to bring this up. Um, yeah, I think I would be curious to try. But you mentioned, sure. you mentioned that it, it, it's disappointing tasting or it's or it's not that exciting well i don't really like milk so i'm not like the best judge of this sure but uh it's not like yeah no i don't whatever i mean look people should try it i guess you know i don't want to ruin your fantasies <laughs> well but it's you know you don't get an opportunity to try very often right so i've had sex with plenty of partners and this opportunity has never availed itself to me yeah, I mean, I think they wouldn't. I'm, I'm somewhat confident this wouldn't be that hard to set up if somebody wanted to, you know, if they were like, I have to do this. Let's say you were like, you know, only a month to live, and this is one of your bucket list items. I'm sure you could set it up. I think it would be tricky. Um, you have to find a woman who just gave birth, or fairly recently, within the last. Oh, look, you, you haven't obviously. Uh, look, I don't want to <clears throat> look. I know that some people breastfeed for years. <laughs> That's, I was going to tell you a story. I, I won't. Yes, yes. You haven't been around the, the soccer fields of the uh, Bay Area of California lately, but they're, you know, when the kid is like, mom, I'm thirsty. And she's like, okay, <laughs> that's, that's, it's too, it's too, you should have stopped. It just gets creepy. Like, Man, yeah, that's like good. That's good, mom. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Like, You're like, oh, he's like, oh, I'll be back at 3 p.m. for some more. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, it's, it's fine, but it's not like, I don't think it, um, I'm not sure what, what is the, what is the, uh, arousingness of it for you other than the fact that a woman's boob is involved? I'm not sure exactly. There's something taboo about it. I think that's amplifying hmm. things a bit. There's like a curiosity, curiosity aspect. It not really does how it bother it, you. Does it bother you or affect your thinking at all that, you know, I mean, in general, you would know with certainty that a baby had been on there doing that, like within the last 24 hours. Does that affect your thinking? Hmm. Right. Because if I know it's not mine, then I'm, I'm sort of sharing this. Uh, no, it could be your baby, but it's not your, it's not, 
It's that there's someone else has been doing that very recently and not in the way, not in an erotic way. I don't think so. I know that a lot okay. of people have problems sexualizing their wife after, you know, they've given birth to their child. That there's something there's a name for this. It's called like Madonna horror symptom or that's something. That's a little different, I think. I think that's that's actually quite different. That's uh that's <clears throat> that's just the general male tendency to want women to have this sort of bifurcated personality where women are which and this is totally true that like men want women to be very prim and proper and then they want them to turn into sluts. Right. And oh, okay. so and so like because it's like there's part of the and this is I think is right part of like I think a universal of male erotic thinking is the notion that you're sort of defiling something that's um sacred. <laughs> right. right. And I mean this Madonna whore. I mean we've talked about this plenty but yeah I mean I struggle sometimes sexualizing people that I really respect. And I don't understand how so many people don't struggle with this. But anyway, we don't have to get into that. That's but, not a thing you want to say. No, I know. I know. Like women, at well, least- it's just if you're, date, if you're dating someone, then she's going to be like, can you sexualize me? And, and you, what do you say to respond to that? It's tricky. It's, it's a it's If a you say yes, then she knows if she's listened to this podcast that you don't respect <laughs> her. If you say no, then you don't sexualize her. So you need to you need to like not Maybe we say can, that. We could never release this episode now because it'll right. It'll hurt my sex life going forward. Um, yes. No, there isn't. There something where men struggle to sexualize their wives after they after they've had their children or while they're carrying their child because they sort of view them as this sort of you know, perfect Madonna that is taking care of their offspring and it, and they, I can't remember what it's called. I feel like I've read about this on Reddit though. I think men don't want to interact with the baby part. Like I think that men are programmed. Uh, this is a, a thing what do you mean the baby debate. part? Like, I think that, I think that like in, in the state of nature, I think that males are sort of are supposed to somewhat ignore babies, somewhat sort of tolerate them, kind of be like whatever mm. about them. They're not, they're not, and they're, they're, they're not really like when the woman is caring or female is caring for, cause it could be an animal is caring for really small children. Like the man, the male is not really involved in that. And I think we're supposed to be sort of repelled by that. And then there's some age the kid gets to uh, the, whatever the offspring gets to where like men are more interested, uh, you know, if in different ways, depending on the gender of the offspring. But I think like, and so I think that men are not interested in that as much, but I think that generally like the inability to sexualize, I'm not sure that's, that doesn't ring right to me. I think it's much more the other direction that like the woman has difficulty switching gears. Huh? Okay. Well, I will come armed with a little bit more research on this next time, but sure. That doesn't, that would not apply to me if I was in a situation where I was testing a, a woman's breast milk who wasn't my partner, uh, that potential obstacle wouldn't exist. I have a story yeah. actually that's mildly interesting. I went to a bachelor party once. I was in uh, Mexico, and uh oh, it had one of these uh, pools Don where donkeys. No, everyone. No, it had one of these pools where you know the bar is in the is in the is in the pool in the water. Yeah. And you know, the water's kind of gross, right? There's like sunscreen and spilled beer. And then you sort of wonder why some of the people that have been at this bar for hours haven't left, even though they've been drinking the whole time. So there's probably urine in the pool. That's like, that's like I asked my daughter uh, if she pees in the pool. And she's like, no, I stopped doing that two years ago. So I was like, <laughs> oh, no, that's not what I was hoping to hear. Go on. Yeah. So, right. so you know, there's some pee in there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so anyway, we met these uh, two ladies. And a couple of the guys in the bachelor party I was with started hitting it off with them. And one of them had a very sizable bosom. 
And hmm. uh, I sort of noticed because I was examining them. Uh, I was wearing sunglasses. So I was able to do this in a subtle way. Uh, I noticed that she was lactating. How did you, how did you become aware of that? She was wearing like, a swimsuit and it wasn't black. It was, I don't remember what color the swimsuit was. I should ask my friend to see if he remembers, but uh, yeah, you could tell there was like a little bit of moisture on her nipples. Okay. Go and, on. Uh, anyway, uh, short story long, my friend did end up hooking up with her and uh, he mentioned that, uh, yeah, he tried some breast milk in the, in the course of that hookup. And uh, apparently uh, these two women were from Los Angeles and their husbands had sent them to Cabo to, to get away. I don't know why, but uh, yeah, I mean, there's all kinds of dysfunction there. I don't care to speculate exactly what was going on in those people's lives, but uh, yeah, that happened. So anyway, I have at least one friend that has tried the breast milk of somebody that wasn't the mother of his child. Huh. I would, yeah, it'd be interesting to that, that the mentality of the woman in yes. that situation. I mean, yes. I'm, I'm going to assume, you wonder what's going assume, on. I'm assuming that it's alcoholism and extremely drunk and like not. Yeah. I mean, your friend was able to maneuver well because she was drunk and so forth. I'm going to assume it's that, but like, yeah, I mean, look, there are women that have like kind of unusual behavior patterns who are like, oh yeah, I know what I'll do. I'll have a kid. And then right afterward to start fucking guys in Cabo. It's like, huh. That's not a typical yeah. female behavior. Yeah, we speculated about that at length after this and didn't really arrive anywhere satisfying. It's just sort of like, uh, this feels like he on just about every front. No, it, feel, it sounds great to me. I mean, I, I don't, from a male <laughs> perspective, this sounds like an ideal situation. Um, and also, like, I'll say, I'll say this, like, <clears throat> when you were describing the story, when you're telling the story, like, there, like, I can sort of see the allure, like, you're like, hey, like, I'm the fact that I see this thing about her body, that feels like invasive and intrusive. And I could see a guy sexualizing that. You're like, oh, I like, I, I noticed she was lactating and then I took advantage. Like that's sounding more male. That all makes sense to me. But like just the general, like, yeah, you know, like I just don't, I don't know. Like other, outside of just pure curiosity, I think if a woman said, hey, I'm going to um, squeeze out, um, you know, an ounce of breast milk. Do you want to have it? Mm-hmm. I think other than just pure curiosity, you would not find that sexual at all. You'd be like, ah, okay. In much the same way that like, a woman would find it totally unsexual to have a man offer to uh, masturbate into a uh, some sort of uh, shot glass container and then have her yeah. drink it or whatever. Unless she was, look, actually, honestly, that's never something they want, in my opinion. But uh, <laughs> if you were present with her, she might view it as some kind of submissive thing. But like generally, it's just not. It's like an interesting, interesting that uh, now that I think about it, maybe I'm belaboring this, but interesting that like as a man, if you if you got the milk from a woman's breast you probably view that as dominant you ordered her to do it but if a woman gets your semen it's submissive you know uh-huh. what i mean if in a container yeah yeah the substance matters a lot yeah there. i mean in I think my you mind can, at least i think you can construct a point of view where it's submissive for them for a man to be suckling on breast milk but it depends yeah yeah it's interesting i, I have to th- i yes is the, the baby the, or the, the mom details dominant? are important right yeah it's true it's true yeah Okay. I like uh, the idea of the baby dominating the mom. I think that's what's really going on is the baby's the dominant there. Right. The, the baby's in charge. Yeah. So you've you, had a recent yeah. change in your life. Uh, mm-hmm. You have ordered a device. Uh, how much How much does an Oculus cost? This is the Oculus Quest 2, Keith. Uh, mm. It's $299, uh, $399 if you buy it with the uh, flash memory upgrade. What is that? Uh, it's what, Why would you need the flash memory upgrade? It just makes it so you can download more content to it and mm. or have more apps on it. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, and not only I got one, but I, uh, a friend of mine also got one like immediately thereafter when I told him <laughs> that it, it created a, and, and you've refused so far, I think because of your distaste for the Facebook corporation, which of course is a terrible corporation that no one should, uh, yeah. patronize. <clears throat> well, um, I'm for, also worried about where this could lead. So can you talk a little bit about your experience with virtual reality porn? Yeah. So, I mean, well, yeah. So, I mean, the only, uh, in my view thus far, like, I, I do think like, I don't want to like get into some sort of technology conversation, but I do think like that the experience, I think that it makes sense for people to try one of these out, like the, the latest generation, uh, it, the experience is pretty startling. It was startling to me. I, I had used one of the ones from like, say three years ago, and I was surprised, uh, at the advances that have been made in terms of like how realistic it felt, how that when you move your head, like the, the video you're seeing changes very quickly. Like I did like a virtual tour of a city, uh, on YouTube VR and it was, you know, very realistic, uh, so actually worthwhile. Uh, uh, but I know we don't want to talk about worthwhile things on the podcast. So mm -hmm. Let me move on from that. Yeah. Uh, the main use of this device, like the VCR, its predecessor, like all these other devices, of course, is porn. And, uh, yeah, I mean, like it is a, uh, for a certain type of porn viewing, it is a sea change. Um, it, and the reason why is basically for something where you're watching from the male POV, uh, it, um, yeah, it, it, it triggers much more of your brain to think that the situation you're watching is real than it would be done by a video on a screen in much the way that a video on a screen <clears throat> triggers much more than a picture in a magazine or a thing okay. you're imagining. Quick yes. sidebar. Is there any non-male POV VR porn? Like where yes. you're like standing off to the side as a absolutely observer? Right. And, and so that's an interesting thing that I want to mention. So I have, uh, I, there are various things that I enjoy. I mostly enjoy sort of more amateur stuff. Like I don't really like the kind of traditional porn star stuff unfortunately like and when i say the porn star stuff it's the woman behaving in totally unrealistic ways and like sort of this thing where like she narrates what's happening the whole time there's like a <clears throat> kind of standard script for these videos uh whether it's vr or not and i don't really enjoy that stuff so and unfortunately or depends on your point of view here the stuff that you see on the vr sites is much more likely to be professionally produced right now because i'm assuming because the cameras are more accessible yeah the equipment they need is is too expensive i did see that'll change I did yeah. see that Canon just started selling a virtual reality. It's, it's two lenses. In order to get the virtual reality thing right, you have to have stereos stereoscopic vision. So you need two lenses. Uh, and I saw that Canon just began selling one for amateurs. So yeah, maybe we'll yeah, start I mean, getting, I'm, I'm, getting more amateur porn soon. I'm sure this will. I'm certain this will change. And on cam sites, this will probably become one of the standard formats. I'm sure they'll have a way to broadcast in both formats. You know, uh, mm -hmm. you can have two lenses so you can see in vr and another single lens to see in the standard traditional format or maybe they'll have a way to convert yeah, I mean, during, like, yeah during that uh during that revolution where movies were coming out in 3d all the time you could still watch them in non-3d so yeah i mean this is yeah, it'll yeah be the same this to that it would be sort of sort of silly like those were just like absolutely atrocious and immediately kind of <laughs> make you nauseous and so forth. Like yeah. nauseating both from a content perspective as most movies are, but also from <laughs> like the way it made you feel. But this one, yeah. Like, so, okay. So, so a couple things. One is that, so to your question, like, do they ever have videos that are not from your perspective? So I have purposely gone and watched a wide variety of these videos. And there's some interesting findings I have, for example, on porn 
on like a regular, just like a regular tube site. Like I have no problem watching like pretty weird stuff. Like I doesn't, I'm not gay, but it doesn't, some people like some guys will say, oh, I can't watch gay porn. It bothers me. It doesn't bother me. Like I, it, it's not exciting to me, but it's fine. Like I'm like, oh, okay, this is fine. In VR, it's not okay. <laughs> like I now understand the reaction that many men have when they see it. It's I, like, more it's too realistic. In your face, it feels, yeah, more realistic yes. or more yes. oppressive or something. Yes. Okay. It, yeah, it feels like it's it's it just triggers more of my brain. Like it's like I, like I feel like I'm actually in a room with two guys fucking each other, yeah. and it makes me really uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, so if you're interested in that experience or like curious what it would be like, go ahead. Like I learned that I don't like it. Um, like they have, for example, uh, let's see. So that would be non POV. You also can do POV gay stuff, which also which is actually worse because it's even you're then then you're the guy being fucked or fucking a guy, and they're like, huh, I really. This isn't what I want to have happen. Uh-huh. Um, and you've explored all of these? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, right. So then, uh, yeah, but <laughs> okay. not, for, not for very long because I generally was discomforting. I didn't enjoy it. Uh, whereas for like- How I, long do you think a normal amount would be? Just to see it? <laughs> sure. You're trying, you're going to you're gonna try to I mean, argue that I did it longer than normal? I'm just asking no? the questioners, the questions <laughs> the listeners must have here. Yeah, a normal amount would probably be zero for a hetero guy. <laughs> that uh, is correct. Of course, I'm- I'm doing the research other people won't do. Oh, that's nice of you. Uh, Thank but, you. Thank you. But I would say that it started bothering me immediately and I would only like watch it for less than a minute before yeah. kind of being like, I don't want to see this anymore. Okay. Um, you know, uh, so let's see, there are videos. So the, part of the reason I bring that up is, uh, let me just bring up another one that I really didn't like <laughs> well, one of the topic of things <laughs> okay. I didn't like. Yes. So normally there is, there is porn that's like, uh, that's just normal, you know, on, on Pornhub or something that is taken from the woman's point of view, whether she's having sex with a man or a woman. And I typically mm. find that stuff like fine. Like, like I don't like, because I think when I view it, I'm still thinking from the man's perspective, right? Like, yeah. so like, even if it's taken, I don't, there's a kind where it's, where it's a POV where the woman's giving a blow. I don't love that because like in, in, inexorably like, or invariably the guy just like nuts all over the camera lens. And I don't love that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, and that's sort of, it's just like this really close up shot of a guy's cock. I'm not, although you can hear the woman's sounds maybe, which is kind of compelling. So, but, but like, yeah, yeah it depends. I, it's, yeah, go ahead. Uh, yeah. I mean, just really quickly. I, I've in the past, I've thought it's a little bit weird how I can enjoy female POV porn because yeah. usually you're seeing basically more of the man or more of the, the male right. genitalia than you are the woman. And it's not my favorite, but in the context right. of a larger scene, I can sometimes yeah, I, I can enjoy it. And I, you know, usually I'm thinking about one thing on the front of my mind, but in the back of my mind, I'm sort of like, huh, this is interesting. Like it's not what I would expect would still be arousing, but it, it can't exactly. be. Sorry. Yeah, anyway, no, I continue. Mean, I, I've paid attention to my reactions and like, I'm, I'm still like, if you, if you have a, let's say they mount the camera on her head or something, mm-hmm. I'm still looking at her body. Like it's just that her body's reclined and his body's more prone. Sure. But in fact, sure, if sure. I think of where my eyes are going there to her and I'm thinking, yes. I'm imagining myself as the guy, like that's what's going on. Anyway, in VR, doesn't work at all like (laughs) like, because the problem is you're looking and you keep in mind when you move your head it changes what you're looking at and so the problem within vr is you can look up and there's just this there's a man looming over you and you're like no right right, so so it it changes the aspect at all completely and also like i did manage to find one female pov one in vr where the dude just you know pulls out moves up toward the camera and just blows his load all over the place and that's I I didn't like that. I do not. I don't want a man. I do not want a man uh, ejaculating near my mouth. Is the you sound know. in these videos 
different? Like, you know, I know that certain VR content has this either, you know, really good stereo or even 3D sound. Are they using microphones and is the content you're downloading, does it does it have that kind of advanced sound? It's, I don't know if it's advanced. I mean, the sound is in the headset and it's definitely stereo and sort of near your ear. Um, it's, it's very realistic feeling. Yeah. Um, so hang on, let me get over to like, let me get to what the, what the more compelling, the, the, so there, there is an aspect. So I've told you like, yeah. And okay. Sorry. One more thing. It's, n- it's also not compelling. If you're the cameraman and you're watching two people fucking, it's variable. Like sometimes that's good. And sometimes it's not, it depends. It's, it's, it's very variable. Like as a, that's the normal thing you're going to see in like a Pornhub type porn here. It's, it, it makes it more variable because you're more, uh, experientially in the scene. The thing that, that, that works really well. And if you like this type and I, I, I do, uh, anything that's shot from the guy's perspective yeah, works male POV. Really, really well. Yeah. So basically the, a standard video that they have that works really well. Now this isn't, I mean, the problem is like, you don't want to watch this all the time. And so like, but it's something you do like once a week or twice a week or something that would be compelling. Uh, yeah. It's basically a, a typical scene. There is like the guy's sitting on the couch or whatever. And then there's like a series of, uh, positions that are adopted that you can imagine all of them where the woman is the only one moving and the guy's just sort of sitting there. And so you look down and it's like, it's your cock and so on and so forth. And like that, that experience is extremely realistic and is, uh, much more, uh, much more engaging than a traditional porn hub. Than that was, that was the, porn. yeah, that was the thing that convinced this friend to try it. And, and I think should convince you to try it too. Like it's, it's, I mean, there's negatives to it. Like in the sense that like, look, I now feel like I have a much better understanding of what it's like to be a male porn star in the sense that like you see the woman in, in the good and the bads of her. It feels mechanical like, <laughs> in a way that you can't tell with regular porn or, or that, I would say that's that amplified and, by the, by the VR I would say that and also, yes, that and also you can see her body in a much, in, with much greater clarity than. It's, so it's not flattering or something? It's, it's. What's the word? Like it's like their bodies are, I mean, it's what it is. Like, I mean, they're, they're, they're like, they're kind of used up people, right? Like it doesn't, it doesn't look great. Like you're like, this is okay. But you like, look at it and you're like, yeah, this is, this person's been through some shit, you know, like it's that it's not, they don't feel sort of fresh. Now maybe that'll change as they get more like amateur stuff. But like, this is the, like, this is what I see when I look at it is like, oh, like this is, it's like, you know, if you went to the strip club and I mean, it's like somebody who like, it's their job. They spend a lot of time bouncing up and down on cocks in front of cameras, and it shows when you look How at them. How much of that? So you say it shows, but I mean, I wonder if you took five strippers and five non-strippers <laughs> who were around the same age and had, you know, similar ways that they did their hair and makeup. If you could, if you could tell the ones that had, uh, that were sex workers. I think that the similar ways they do their hair and makeup is important here. I do too. That's, like that, yeah. that, that's my speculation is that it's, it's not so much that they're used up. It's that they are presenting in a way that lets you know that they maybe. Yeah. I mean, things to do with like, uh, breast augmentations, like right, right. weird. I mean, yeah, it's just not like, I don't know. It, it varies, but like, it's not like the, let me just say that like the, this, this may have more to do with like my predilection for more amateur stuff, like more realistic looking people, like people, you know, everyday looking people. Um, so I, I think in some ways that would reflect well on me, <clears throat> maybe, I mean, whatever, but the, uh, 
but yeah, like it's so it could just be that they're a type of woman who I would never really watch in porn typically because they're they've got like the big fake eyelashes on and the you know yeah, yeah. weird weird kind of they're they're just they're just dolled up in a way that it's just obvious what's going on and it's kind of I, it's not my favorite it's not my cup of tea. Um, but anyway, it's like this is my main point. I guess my main point because I mean I, I was you know on some level I think you would like this Keith because you always like you say you like to sort of pause these things and look at the imperfections of the woman and I would say yeah. here you could really see exactly <laughs> what you're dealing with. Um, <clears throat> is the interface conducive to switching content or do you sort of have to settle on something and it's a it's a big chore to switch to something else? It's basically just a browser, and when you go into the video, it there's a button that basically turns it into 3d and then you can just come back out of it and go back. It's not, it's slower. I understand what you're saying. It's slower yeah. to go between content because you're using this input device. It's not perfectly designed for this use case. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure that will improve drastically. Uh, sure. sure, sure. Be, like actually the, the, here's what I'll say. I'll make the prediction about this is like, this is going to become the standard mode of consumption of porn. Well, you mentioned that something about once a week. So I don't know when you bought this exactly, but for every n times that you've masturbated since you got it, how what percentage of them have been with the headset? Not yeah, probably like one in three, one in four. And why isn't it more, or why isn't it less? But like that's because the ma- that's the amount that that seems about right. No, it's yeah because there are two issues. One is that the I actually think it'll go down from there with the current uh, availability of porn. And this friend I gave it to uh, said the same thing, or I, I suggested that he got, got one. I said the same thing. It's like, it's compelling. It's very compelling as an initial experience, but like there is not that much availability of content right now. There's a lot, but and it's very repetitive because it's like <laughs> they, they haven't look, there's innovation required. Like you have to figure out how yeah. to like, Sure. There's probably like seven studios that are doing this. And yeah, I mean, look, they're, they're just, they're basic like production issues. Like for example, like one of the things they'll do is they'll try, they'll try to depict oral performed on the woman. But the way they do it is they basically move her vagina like to within a centimeter of the cameras. Yeah. And so then it's like, it's like you're crossing your eyes and it's like not, so these are just things where like they need to gather feedback, like the standard loop of innovation, right? Gather feedback, see what's working, (laughs) see what's not. And also like there's also like, I think a miniaturization of camera technology needed here where it's like, it's just too hard right now to film these things. And so they wind up just with a certain set of stock I see. positions that are possible. Yeah. Um, and also there's another thing I could imagine like further into the future. I'm actually sure this will happen too. Like, have you seen, um, <clears throat> uh, I know you've seen from like, uh, they made a big deal some years back, maybe even a decade back of like at the Super Bowl, they had all these cameras positioned around the field so that they could like sort of spin the scene around. Uh, when there was like a catch. Do you remember this? Yes, I do remember this. In okay. fact, and I think they, they still do it in some stadiums at some times, but anyway, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So I, I'm confident that that ultimately is like the destination of this is that like, not only can you, so, I mean, another thing that's sort of interesting about these videos is that you can, since you can turn the head, you can see, <laughs> I actually have found I spend some amount of time doing this in the scene. Like I'll just look at the room more because it's like, you can see so much detail of the room they're in. And often it's kind of disappointing detail, like the bowl of lube placed near the guy's hand. Oh, uh, or, I see. They're not, uh, they're not cropping things out as, as cleverly as right. they do with. They can't. Right. So they're in this, you, yeah. know, you know, they're just things where you're like, wow, this is kind of sad. Like there's yeah, okay. an element of All sadness right, so to it. The directors hang on, hang on, are going to have to learn how to make things I, more immersive. That's right. And the thing I wanted to say is like, I'm sure that one thing that will happen is like, like that football game thing. 
the ability to move, not just to turn your head, but to move where you appear to be in the room. Yes, yep. will start to happen. And, and I'm, you know, it's just a matter of the computers being able to take multiple images and like figure out how to yeah. correctly, like correct for all the distortions when you move around the room. And so then they'll have like, they'll do these porn shoots and they'll have like 10 cameras they set up in certain predictable locations. And then basically you can just, you can just view it from any angle. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure like that's where this is headed. Being on a hollow deck. Including, uh, I assume, a camera inside the vagina. So you're like, I just want to see peekaboo with his the glands of his cock. There is a video that, like that on Pornhub, by the way. That's yeah. a common trope in uh, it's, what is anime porn called? It's called I don't anime porn. I don't know. Hentai, hentai. I think. Hent. There we go. Uh, yes. But yeah, they'll the, <laughs> the cartoon artists will draw yeah like a anatomically correct inside the vagina. Uh, cross section. Yeah, there's a video of that on Pornhub, and it looks like a sad elephant whose trunk is vomiting. Wow, that was a surprisingly good off the cuff analogy there. Thanks, I'm impressed. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't. It's not good. Like you see it, and you're like, oh, it's, it's yeah. Any yeah, seeing objectively, yeah, porn. Yeah, I don't know. It must be weird when women who are not into porn see it. They probably always see it that way. They're like, oh, there's a man stroking. It's like he's rubbing his finger. They're just not into it. Anyway. Yeah. All right. Well, I promised we'd get to this uh, vagina taste Reddit thread. Do you have anything else you want to say about VR before we move on? I just wanted to encourage the listeners to try it. Give it and, a shot. Yeah. Write yeah, in you, and let us know. Cash. Yeah. yeah. I'm curious how, how your frequency of usage will develop over time. I'll, I'll try to remember to ask you at the beginning of the next episode to see. Sure. Okay. So unfortunately... The contents of this thread have been deleted, but I can still see the topic and I can see the responses. And this person asks, what food could you compare the taste of good pussy to? And, you know, you have your sort of normal stuff here. So the first person says the taste is very mild, not comparable to food, but more of a slightly acidic tang. It's less of a taste and more of a sensation on the tongue. Stilton cheese. I remember using that word tang with uh, our former guest Eric once, and he was revolted by that. But yeah, tang is is a good description. Uh, Somebody here says uh, PlayStation fan air. I think that's something for the younger generation. PlayStation fan air is probably something they really like. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Another person says... Yakult? I don't even know what that is. Is that a food? They they say it's the same ba- bacteria. Some kind of cheese? I don't know. Oh, yeah, it's a probiotic drink. It's a Japanese sweetened probiotic milk beverage fermented Ugh. with a bacteria strain Lactobacillus casse shirota. It is sold by Yakult Honcha baked, based in Tokyo. Okay, well, I've never tried that, but I'm guessing it's not. Exactly. Well, that's the probably same. actually like that's probably actually the stuff that comes out. No, vaginas are not sauce. Anyway, go on. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, who knows? I mean, you can imagine like if you have the exact right. Is it a fungus? What is the yeast? What 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 is like? What is the thing that's dominating the 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 the, the taste of pussy? I don't know the answer to that. Yeah, I don't I know assume it's, I, I assume if I'm being totally honest, I assume it's urine. <laughs> We've talked about this before, but when you go down <laughs> on someone, it does take a couple licks to get the uh, to get the urine, Ugh. you know, the urine residue off, depending on right. you know how recently they've showered or or whatnot. Uh, this yeah, person no, shower says, is good. This person says a little bit off topic, but I once had a salad that tasted exactly like a sloppy wet pussy. 
that feels a little bit like Steve Carell in 40 year old virgin. Like it does. There is, you know, there is a tree, uh, at least that they have in California. I'm sure it's throughout it's other places too, that has these white flowers it makes in early spring that smell like nut. And like people smell talk like about nut it or smell like pussy. Come, they smell like come. And like, it's funny because it does like, it's like, huh. like I, I was, I, yeah, it, it does. And you're like, Oh yeah, that, <laughs> I recognize that smell. Do you have, do you have Google lens or have you ever used Google lens? No. Oh, is that, yeah. What is that? You can take a picture of like a plant or an animal and it uses some sort of AI or machine learning and it'll spit back at you what it is and it works really well. So I was going to ask you next time you see that flower. uh, Oh, you can just look it up. Snap a photo. Smelling tree. Let's see Uh, here. uh, The purest Kairiana. It's, okay. a, it's the ornamental pair, calorie pair in the U.S. Okay, send me a link. Send me a link. Okay. Uh, this person says Greek honey yogurt. I think that's romanticizing things a bit. I don't think that's actually right. Yeah. Uh, and then you know you get some more. You can't I can't help thinking of my girlfriend whenever I eat chilled mango or sugar apple. Of course, not the sweetness, lol, but texture, juiciness, and the satisfied feeling. I don't feel like anyone's being yeah. honest in this thread. No, they're not. They, the thing is that you're, you're, you look, you, um, when you're aroused, you just feel differently about these things. And so you're going to be like, yeah, it's like, it's not, it's fine, but it's not like, it's not something that you would like choose to, to eat. You don't, you, you yeah, wouldn't exactly. use it for calories. It's, uh, correct. Correct. I mean, You'd say it, this is something a little funky. There's even some confused women. I've, I've tasted my own pussy and it usually just depends. None of them particularly bad flavors. Although as a WLW, I'm a little biased. What's WLW? Weight loss wrestler. <laughs> Woman losing weight. I keep going for losing weight. Yeah, I don't know. I think it might be some, I think it might be a lesbian term. WLW was a, I believe a, an AM radio station in Ohio also. Don't they need yeah. to be uh, yeah. four letters? Start always starting with W, or there are there three letter? No, no. Oh, there's tons like KGO. There's tons of three letter ones. That's just a mistake. But oh, yeah, it right. was really. You're it, right. It's it's famously the one that would broadcast so much power that people would receive it through their fillings and their teeth and so forth. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, I think they they block at ten thousand megawatts now. Um, ten thousand watts, probably not ten thousand watts. Yeah, sorry, ten megawatts. Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah. Anyway, all right. Uh, this person says I've tasted my own pussy and it usually just depends. None of them particularly bad flavors. Although he has a WLW, I'm a little biased on the best day, an unseasoned waterlogged steak. What is a waterlogged steak? It means you take a steak and you put it in the water for a long time. That's not a way of preparing steak. (laughs) Isn't that sous vide? Isn't that sous vide? No, you don't. You, you, you vacuum seal it before you cook it in a sous vide machine. So it doesn't get waterlogged. Oh, right. So it doesn't get waterlogged. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. The, look, here's the, here's the truth about this. Is it like what it's not, whatever it is, it's not great. Uh, but it typically, if the person's aroused, it, it gets sort of overwhelmed by the, um, you know, the fluid that lubricates that then just is sort of benign. Yeah. I think um, it's a little yeah. bit, I think it's a little bit uh, evocative of oyster, right? So it's sort of briny a little bit. Uh, salty, maybe a little bit, <laughs> maybe it's just pee. I mean, let's be sweet. honest. Yeah, <sighs> it could be. I've never tried my own pee either. I'm, I'm guessing you have. You've tried all your body fluids. 
Depends on what you mean by try. Like one time I, uh, so I found that, and you can do this too, that when you're in the shower, uh, you can, if you, if you really need to pee, you can point your penis upward and you can pee in like this pleasant arc, this sort of arch that can get all the way up to your head. I mean, it can go really high and then it sort yeah. of arches down like a fountain. And I believe that one time when I was a kid, I like put my tongue out. Yeah. I've never done that. It was like, whatever. It was bad. I mean, look, you can just smell it. It tastes like it smells, I think. I, I it was a long time ago. Right. Yeah. yeah you're not in a very adventurous, uh, just ensconced in your uh, sleeping bag. <clears throat> never trying your own body. I don't, fluids. I don't want to I still to think know you're lying, to be honest, but yeah. About my, about not tasting my cum. Yeah. About all of these things. I just don't, like, these are, it's the range of human experience. Like, why? What's, you think what's, my intellectual curiosity would get the better of my disgust? I, I think it has gotten the better of it and you're lying. <laughs> you're just repeatedly lying about this topic. I don't think it's a particularly embarrassing thing to admit that you've tasted your cum. I'm I, just, it's, I just haven't. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> okay. I think it's pretty uh, embarrassing. Okay. I think we have time for one more topic here. I'm trying to decide which one to get into. Let's do this. Uh, Let's do this anal one. We haven't talked about anal yet today. And so I guess we're, we're obligated to by the terms of our contract with the, with the show here. This person says, won't do anal until he tries it himself. Boyfriend, male 23, really wants to try anal. I, female 22, am on the fence about it. I told him I'd give it a shot if he let me peg him once too. He looked at me like I'd lost my fucking mind and said as much, basically. Straight guys don't do that. Like, fair, I guess. Traditionally, not the thing they do. But is it so crazy for me to ask when he wants the ex same exact thing? I don't particularly want anything up my ass during sex, but I'd be willing to try if he wanted to. Is it a much bigger deal for straight men that I'm making it out to be? And if so, should I drop the subject with him? Um, so, look, I there are lots of things that I don't really want to do on myself. Uh that I would like to do to a woman. Well, I guess, I mean, I mean, this is the big one, right? Like, I think if this woman doesn't, isn't at all curious about anal sex, then she should just not do it. Like imposing some sort of penalty on her boyfriend is not, like an eye for an eye here is not the right approach. Right, she's assuming that that will dissuade him from any interest in this. That's, that's uh, that has to sort of be her ultimate goal here. If she doesn't want to do like it, she should just not do it. Has she like? I think that women like this is one thing I would advise women uh, is that uh, can you hear that? Somebody's calling me. Yeah, I can. Your anyway, it's not within so reach. It's it's not my phone. That's the problem. Oh. Uh, it finished. Uh, so okay. So so I don't think that uh, I, I think that women should consider in this situation that the man might like it, and just just think through that like game theory there. Like, what if he yeah. likes it? What if he says, you know what, this was awesome. I'm not suggesting he would turn gay. Anyway, I'm not suggesting that at all. Right. I'm suggesting that now you might have to lube up a strap on constantly and be pegging this guy up the butt. And like, I look, I don't, I think that if I had a, it was with someone who just wanted anal constantly, I would not like that. I think I'd just be like, oh, like this is not what I signed up for. It's, it's like an occasion, you're, you're occasionally interested in such a endeavor. Yeah, I suppose. I mean, but it's like, it's just like, it's, it's not. <clears throat> Yeah, it's sort of a hassle. I mean, it's something that I imagine uh, for for gay men is a hassle, you know, and it's it's something you can escape by having an orifice that does not 
behave the way the anus behaves. And so, yeah, so I'm I just saying, I think the woman should, should consider that now that, and, and I also agree that she's doing this just to dissuade him. Uh, and also like, it's not exactly the same thing. Okay, here we go. What you're, go like, like in the sense that like, well, I mean, there's a physical dimension that's different, right? In the sense that like, uh, you know, you're like, I mean, yeah, I mean, the, the, there's a the volume area there on women that's being penetrated. So, so for a man, like it's not like your body, your, your, the way your pelvis is set up is not exactly the same. Like the contents of your pelvis are not exactly the same. And so like your experience could be, well be different. could be better for the guy. It's just different. But the real difference is that like, there's a massive, there really is a truly massive psychological difference uh, <laughs> being penetrated for a man versus a woman. And so okay. it's like- Because this is really the only to, way yeah. the man can be penetrated by a woman. Well, you could, no, you could do the same thing. You could, you could, um, I could imagine exactly the same conversation about like deep throating or blowjobs. Like, Hey, you know, take this dildo and swallow it. Let me, you know, I'm going to, yeah, uh, I mean, I would, I'm um, reservoir I, in here and, you know. Yeah. I was going to bring this up. Like women don't demand that she ram a dildo in a guy's mouth before she gives him a blowjob. They and could, so, they could, and they could, they certainly, but they generally don't. And I think the reason why is because uh, they sort of want to give blowjobs and, yeah, I mean, if you don't want to have anal sex, like imposing some sort of penalty on your boyfriend before you'll let him do it seems, yeah, that's just not the right approach. If you don't want to do I don't it, think just, it's, just ask him to abandon the request. I don't think it's the right, the, the issue I have is it's not the right penalty, right? It's like, it's like, because essentially you're taking something that's an activity that's pretty close to one you would normally do. Okay, you don't woman, think it's right? an eye for an eye. You think that. Exactly. Okay. I it's I, it's not that it's not that I think a woman shouldn't be allowed to suggest or encourage a man to do this. It's not that it, this couldn't be an activity a man does with a woman. It's none of those things. I just think that like you're taking something that's like kind of a level three activity for the woman, and you're saying, oh, well, you do a level seven activity as a man first. And so it's like I feel like there's some other. I'm trying to think. Yeah, on the fly I was going to ask hard. you to speculate. Yeah, yeah. What what could what could what would be an appropriate thing for the woman? The problem is that like, see, she wants something that's kind of negative. Right. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like something like is there some penetrative activity the man can do with his penis that's also sort of painful or something like where it's like not painful for the man yeah exactly like th that feels more like i don't know like getting a blow where there's a lot of teeth used or something there's something there, <laughs> there's got to be some activity that has more uh, resemblance here yeah fine but just generally like if you if you are okay if your disgust reflex or your desire for a, uh, a certain activity. If your disgust reflex can't get suppressed enough, or if your desire for a given activity is not high enough, like you should just not do it. I don't know if like figuring out the exact proper penalty is. I mean, I guess. Okay, fair okay. enough. Let me think about this. Let's say your boyfriend is like he just wants to try anal once a year, right? So it's not like he wants it to be a regular thing. It's just something he wants for a special treat. And you don't really want to do it, but you know, you'll let him just because, you know, he likes it so much. All right. So in that context, maybe it's okay to be like, well, yeah, sure. I'll let you do it. But like on my birthday, I want to do X. And, and yeah, I guess we can't think what, what a equivalent X would be. Well, I mean, look, but I mean, like consider that, like, I mean, the whole thing is like a little hard for me to understand. Like uh, last week, uh, Alyssa, uh, first of all, I'm given to understand that Alyssa essentially encouraged you or pressured you to do, to penetrate her anus. So that's, that's interesting. Right. She yes. also said, and this was, this was even, so that could be. But this situation like, just doesn't apply to her, right? Like she wouldn't be trying to like penalize me to give me the opportunity. I understand. 
she understand her that. disgust like, reflex is low enough or her desire is high enough or both, right? She actually wanted to do it. Yeah. It's just that I feel like I don't understand. The thing I was wanted to say is I don't understand the ins and outs, so to speak, of like the female experience of this. I mean, like I, I, when, when Alyssa said that so she tried to ask her, yeah, when she said that she will be masturbating and she'll just start, you know, penetrating her anus with a dildo or something sometimes like that. I think she said genuinely hard. And I think she said it was uncommon, but go go on. Okay, fine. But like it happens. Yeah. I mean, the whole like, the whole like, I mean, I, 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 I generally have a fair, um, some amount of curiosity about like what I I just think that like the, the truly solo female masturbation experience is pretty different than the male masturbation experience in a lot of cases. Mm -hmm. And right. I mean, for, for men, it's pretty straightforward, but for women, it's sort of different. And, And what she described had a little more there was some amount of resemblance to like the 40 year old virgin uh, where Steve Carell's character sets up all the candles and stuff. It was a little bit of that. And like, so she's right. like, okay, so you get well, I'm she made that, that exact joke, but yeah, I know, I know, but, it, but it, no, no, but she, but she was, that was a joke made because she was describing it in a way that sort of sounded like that. Yes. Yeah, like an elaborate process. Yes. And along those lines, it's like, I don't know. So it's like, okay, like, so, so here's why I want to say that is that like, I think that like female masturbation is, has something with no male analog. In the sense that like, uh, I'm not even sure what this is relevant to the topic here, but in, in the sense that like, I don't think I ever do that. Like there's never a time when I like lie down, I'm like, I'm just going to explore my body for an hour. But that literally <laughs> never happens. And I was like, same, huh, same. you know, and so, and so like maybe the anal stuff is like somehow in relation to that. It's like, it's like, right. And so it's like the really noxious thing for a woman is not, is, is that it's not in that context or something. It's in the context of like the guy's just trying to jerk off in another orifice, which he is, which he is. He's using your body to jerk off. Women who say, oh, I'm so upset because he, he used my body to masturbate. It's like, man. I mean, that's that, what your sex yeah, is. It is. It is. <sighs> yeah. That's what's so great about it. That's what's great about being human. <laughs> okay. So we've been going for an hour. I think that's a good place to wrap it up. You have anything else yes. you want to? Unload. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> That's the verb for, for ending the show. Uh, yes. So so that'll do it for episode 51 of Your Mileage May Vary. You can find us at YMMVPod, uh, at YMMVPod on Twitter or YMMVPod at gmail.com. Thank you to Mike and thanks to you, our listeners. We hope you'll be back for our next episode.